The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. some motherhood duties but tonight we are keeping it real <laughs> that's right we're with popular local food food blogger rel famous for her keeping it real instagram page everybody loves her quick and easy and also onalicious cooking tutorials and hawaiian and local recipes for the home cook Rill is from Maui. She's a busy mother of two and a full-time nurse practitioner. Please welcome Rill to Mothership. Yay! Hi, thank you so much. You guys are so kind. Thanks for, <laughs> here. thanks for joining us, Rill. Yeah, we're, we're, we're fans, right, bro? Yeah, I was, I was looking, I'm like, oh, this is so I, helpful. I know. <laughs> you know we're, we're it just blows my mind just how you come with come across with all of these you know easy recipes tasty and they seem so fast um how did you even start your instagram journey to begin with so growing up i my mom was a home baker nothing fancy like so we were always in the kitchen baking stuff and you know how i go to parties it's always like potluck style so we would always take things and everybody and usually it was desserts so that was kind of our thing and so we would take things and people were always like well how'd you make that how'd you make that i would be like oh you know this 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 and then i was like you know maybe if I can put it all in one place, then it would be so much easier and I can just share it with family and friends. And, um, and as a growing up, I was a super picky eater as a kid. And I knew when I had kids, I didn't want them to be picky eaters like me. So I basically taught myself how to make different types of foods in hopes that I could serve it for dinner and my kids <laughs> wouldn't be picky like me. I, I don't know how successful I was at that, <laughs> but and then so anyway, I put together a food blog at first and I put all my recipes on the Internet. Mind you, I work in medicine. I have no idea how to <laughs> like code websites and do those kinds of things. But you can learn anything online nowadays. So I taught myself how to do that, built my own website and put all my recipes up there. And what started as something that I thought was just going to be for my family and friends, it quickly grew a whole lot <laughs> bigger than I ever thought it would. And I kind of just went with it. People really liked it. And I, I just, I want to help people. I want to inspire people. Like I'm a busy working mom, but you know what? If I can 
put food on the table and spend time with my kids, then like you can do it too. And so the blog and YouTube and Instagram and all of that kind of grew at the same time. Wow. Yeah. You even have your own logo. Like Brooke was show me. Yeah, Brooke. What yeah. So I had a super basic one in the beginning. I, I went back and forth like, ah, oh, what do I want to do? And I wanted it to be like that people would recognize it as something, but I didn't know how to do it. So I kind of just threw it up there. So it was just like a type font logo initially that just said, you know, keeping it real. But I was struggling trying to get like if you just scroll past and you saw that you would have no idea that it means anything about food. And that was like my safety net, maybe kind of in the beginning, because I was like, well, maybe I want to share mom stuff. Maybe I want to share DIY stuff. So I didn't want to be like, I don't know, a little kitchen or something, you know, like that. But now I'm like, I know I'm only doing food like I'm not going to rebrand. But now it's like, so what can I do so that people understand? So I worked with Artistry 8. She's amazing, Vailani, and got a new logo um, and trying to really hone down on that so people understand what it is that this is local food. And um, explaining that sometimes is difficult, too, because, you know, in Hawaii, it's fine. Everybody understands. But once you go outside, you know, the cliche Hawaiian food, like pineapple and ham pizza, like, so to be able to explain that, but get Google to understand and like, it's, it's quite difficult. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I just kind of want to give um, our listeners, you know, an idea of what Rel puts out there on her page. She has like recipes and tutorials on tonkatsu curry. I know you just um, kind of recently started your 30 day, 30 minute meal challenge, right? 30 minute meals for 30 days. Um, tuna patties mochi crunch shrimp that was a really popular one yes. where you like get the mochi crunch and you crumble it and that's like the coating for the yeah, shrimp. You blend it with the panko and then you batter it it's one of our favorites in our house <laughs> so like so are these recipes ones that you come up with on your own or they're borrowed so when I first started it was all family recipes all things we've made um, and I'm getting towards the end of that list. I've almost exhausted everything. So uh, some things I have to learn how to do. The mochikan shrimp, actually, I saw on an, uh, when I was younger on an episode of Let's Go Fishing. <laughs> was Let's Go Fishing? I'm pretty sure it was Let's Go Fishing. Um, one of those types of shows and kind of just made it my own. Um, and then now I'm trying to learn some, some new things because yeah, I'm not a chef. I don't know how to make everything, but I'm trying to get local recipes and really keep that alive you know cooking is unfortunately becoming one of those lost things you know like back in the day everybody could change a tire or your oil or sew and cook and nowadays not it's not everybody does that so I think food is so important and it's such a part of especially Hawaiian culture and bringing people together so if I can keep that get people to spend time together electronics or so it just takes over our life and myself included don't get me wrong but if mm -hmm. if you can whip together a dinner sit down at the table and spend time with your kids and eat some yummy food like hey that's win 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 in my books so I just really want to inspire people to do that and cook and it's it's not that hard and a lot of times when I make these easy videos people are like oh I can do that like I didn't think it would be that easy and then people who never cook and do it and I take pictures and send it to me like that makes me so happy like oh my god look what I made I never cooked before or like my husband loves this and I made it and I've never done 
and that. So it's, I like it. Yeah. It's yeah. I think that's why I'm a fan because, you know, when <laughs> I was scrolling and then like I came across your tutorial, you do make it seem easy. And I think, you know, first of all, for working moms, right? I think it's so easy to give up and, yeah, and it's so easy eat to out. order out, right? <laughs> you know, and it just, or, or give the frozen uncrossable. Yeah, <laughs> no, hey. And you know what? There's days like that, especially had a little so I my intention was to do the 30 minute meals once a day and had I just shared recipes I think it would have been a lot easier but to actually video because then that takes me longer I can do the dinner in 30 minutes but to video it and edit and put it out in the same night it was taking me a lot longer than I thought it would so I didn't I wasn't able to hit every day and it was bothering me because I'm very much a, like if I say I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it so and I put it out there and it was so comforting you know when you on the internet things can can get a little rough and granted most people are very kind to me which thank goodness because it, when I started this I was especially thinking like oh man I have to be ready for the criticism and somebody always has something to say you know so I I, I care what people say so I had to kind of learn not to and you know if it's just really mean stuff honestly it's just delete because nobody else needs to see that either um but I really beat myself up I was like darn I didn't do it and people were so kind like don't worry about it that's life and you know what that is so being able to share that with people like hey I know I said I'm gonna do this and I'm sorry like my dishwasher broke it was leaking all over my kitchen <laughs> like it was a whole big mess but you know it took some time off and jump right back in and share them again so it's it's great the community is so awesome Hawaii is just a, such a tight-knit and the places this reaches it's just amazing there's people all across the world and I'm like oh my goodness you saw my my video like you're halfway across the world like it's still it's still weird to me for people to come up and be like bro and I'm like me like <laughs> the very first time someone did that to me we have a little like food food truck pod over here on Maui there's a bunch of food trucks so I had gone to go get <laughs> some food and somebody like came up and tapped me on the shoulder and I was like oh hi this is before COVID right so I didn't have a mask on hi <laughs> and she's like I know you and I'm thinking oh shucks is this one of my patients like I don't remember her I don't know and she's like you have a YouTube channel and I was like oh yeah I do and the girl in the food truck who's my friend was like cracking up she's like you're famous <laughs> no I'm not this is so weird but it's starting to happen a little bit more now and it's it's still even my kids <laughs> sometimes they're always like how come everywhere we go somebody tells you hi and I'm like I don't know <laughs> So it still takes getting used to it. It's still odd. Yeah. Wait, so are, is there more traffic on Instagram or YouTube? Um, the most traffic is the blog itself. The wow. traffic from Google. So that like people type in, you know, like, I don't know, mochi waffles or lilikoi bars, you know, and it, the goal is to end up, you know, on the top number one, but if you end up on the top three, so that traffic is actually my highest. Um, I, I've got a pretty good TikTok going too, and then Instagram and then YouTube. Well, Instagram, I think no idea you were on all of those platforms. Pinterest, yeah. Facebook. Yeah, I kind of, in the very beginning, I was like, okay, I'll just put my name on all of those things. And if and when, like I have a Twitter, God, I don't know how to use it great. And it's just there in case one day I decide <laughs> like, hey, let's do Twitter. But um, 
<laughs> that's really cool to know that blogging is still like alive and well right I people just, people make six seven figures doing it and then some and this is their career mm-hmm. so even that like when I was doing some research on it and I was like holy Toledo these people make that much money like okay um if I can make some extra side money because I'm doing it anyway and if I'm just sharing and people can still get it for free then why not so I'm kind of out of it with blogging and I'm so ashamed but then no. I, I know it used to be super popular um I mean and, and you, you're saying it still is but is it still the format um, maybe it changed a lot it's, but it's a little it, different and, yeah. and don't get me wrong I wasn't into blogging either sure I would look things up online but I was never like before it was more kind of journaling you know right. like one summer afternoon we yeah. went fishing and then right. this and this and this and now it's like no like just teach people's attention span you know with everything so it's kind of it went from more about me to about the recipe so the format of the post is always kind of like an intro to tell people like hey this is what it is and kind of get people excited about it like photography which I also had to teach myself how to do like as a kid you know you snap pictures but nothing fancy where you have to make it nice and have perfect lighting and stuff so I had to learn that as well Um, and then it's like a nice picture and then it's I like to include some history about it you know like where it came from how it ties into Hawaii and stuff like that and then about the recipe and any tips and tricks like hey if this happens try this or use this make sure you use this type of ingredient and then I 95% of my recipes have videos Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing videos but I think I'm gonna move towards maybe trying to put some without videos because then I can put more out Mm -hmm. I can do those quicker time is uh tight as it is <laughs> so oh my to, god you know what yeah. like this just blew blows my mind because I just thought that you were on Instagram and then now you're saying you're on <laughs> YouTube Instagram you do the you're blogging right and yeah. that's oh that's a lot that's it is lot you know time. when I sit here so and fun. think about it it's a little intimidating <laughs> I, I, I kind of just do it everybody always asks how do you do it so of course, I, you know, I work a day job, I have a regular, you know, eight to five job in the medical field, which has been really busy the last couple of years. Um, and especially on Maui, where we're very short staffed of medical professionals. So we're swamped prior to even the pandemic. And now it's even crazier. Um, and I have kids. So a lot of, a lot, honestly, a lot of it is late nights, early mornings and weekends. Um, and I'm struggling to find a balance um I don't want to give up family time I'm fine with giving up sleep for it like no big (laughs) but I really don't want to give up family time so I'm trying to include them a little bit more in you know whatever I do so that we can spend time doing that um but I don't know we'll we'll see it's part of it part of it is survival too right because it's a job and it's a it's like your second full-time job yeah yeah (laughs) it is you know, people always ask me, you know, do, would you do this? Would you give up medicine? And before had you asked me that, I would say, absolutely not. Like, I love medicine. I spent, you know, years to get the degrees to be here and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get where I am. But I think it was more of a pride thing that I didn't want to, you know, have a respectable job in the community. But especially after COVID, it really made me sit back and think, you know, what matters in life. And I absolutely love medicine and I love helping people. 
However, if doing keeping it raw and doing food can make more money, not that it's all about money, but if it can make more money and buy me more importantly, buy me more time at home with my kids, then why not? But we're not there yet. So it's easy to say, nah, I'm not going to do that. But if the blog were to surpass my day job income, then hey, it might be something to consider, you know, so I don't know. <laughs> I, and I love that too, right? Because I think that I maybe mean, as we get older and have, and we have the kids, I think, and family, it's um, some of the currency turns into time, not just money, right? If Absolutely. The currency is time, right? So if yeah. you can get back more time, make similar money or more money even, yeah. um, that's, there's value in that, right? Yeah. There's a lot of value. It's, I have a question. So for folks sure. who are like, if our listeners are wondering about, you know, being on social media, are all the platforms like pretty different? Are there some that you can't make any money, like affiliate marketing and other types of things where you can do partnerships? And are they all pretty different on how you set up? Yeah. You can get set up to um, make it, money? They are, they are, uh, they vary slightly i guess i should say so the blog the way the income is ad revenue so i have an ad agency that collects whoever nabisco coca-cola any company kind of like tv or radio commercials right they put the ad up so anybody that goes on the website i make a little bit it's free for people to go on the website but you make some commission off of those ads it's peanuts but it adds up over time right so there's that instagram for most people is not a money making thing. It's more of a, people can use it to drive traffic Mm -hmm. to wherever. Um, Or if you have say something that you sell a program or something, but straight off the bat, Instagram does not earn any money there. They are slowly rolling out ways to do it. They just recently released um, reels play which is similar to like YouTube where however many views you get, you make some money. TikTok is also like that, but TikTok is you need to be big time (laughs) to make any decent money with TikTok. And that's how TikTok kind of works. And then, um, yeah, YouTube is per view. So same free to people, but they put ads in and things um, and you get commission that way. So the, Mm -hmm. there's Facebook too, right? Facebook, Facebook, I, my Facebook is not monetized that kind of there's only so many hours in the day and I was kind of struggling to wear and that one didn't take off as well as some of the other ones so it kind of got put to the back yeah. burner but people do really well and monetize on Facebook as, as well Pinterest is a great way as well the monetization on Pinterest is more to drive traffic rather than mm-hmm. you get money straight from them so it's you, you can't be everywhere and do everything, which I tried very hard <laughs> to in the beginning, but there has to be. I mean, maybe if I did this full time, I think I could do it a whole lot better, but there's only so many hours in the day. So I kind of I think if I had to pick my probably my biggest platform is the blog itself, Instagram, TikTok and um, YouTube. Mm-hmm. No, and that's great advice. That's really great advice that you especially if there's someone who's starting out and wants to share their talent in whatever area that yeah. maybe try not to do all of it. Yeah. Um, and don't think it's, you. it's saturated. Like you are you and that's what makes it special. Mm-hmm. Cause in the beginning I was like, Oh, why would anybody want to listen to me? Why would anybody want anything to say? But you know what, actually there's not much local Hawaiian food stuff out there. Um, there is a lot of, you know, 
Japanese, Chinese, and different ethnicities, but honestly, there's not much local food. So that was something. And then putting your own twist on it, you know, even if you, I don't know, if you sell something that everybody else sells, the difference is you, you make a difference. So putting yourself out there and putting your personality, that's, that's really what gives it. And I think, I don't know. I try to just be myself, you know. My my husband was like, "Oh, you should put makeup. You should do this." I was like, <laughs> "Why? I don't ever do that. People are gonna then look at me or see me out in public and be like, that's what you look like.' <laughs> like, it was just we were just talking about that the other day, and I was like, "Hmm, ah, nah, I don't have time for, <laughs> time for that. <laughs> I get these basic stuff. I suck at that." <laughs> I feel like that's one of the things that um is super endearing and relatable though because you're you're authentically just being you mm-hmm. and I think the other thing I wanted to mention too is when I'm listening and I'm looking I'm kind of scrolling through your voice is calming which so, is so so like coming never... home and I'm like frantic I'm like oh and then to have, have someone another mom kind of talk calmly and here's what you do and give I've some never, education on it it's I've just, never it... had people tell me that before really um, I, but over once I started this that's all I get like oh I like I I can listen to your voice I like your voice maybe can you tell my kids that so they listen to us <laughs> I think our mom voices are different though yeah. just before this more, I was not stern. I was in my totally. mom's voice right yeah. before this started it's, it's an awesome higher interesting and louder yeah, I've never and I don't know maybe I've never put myself out there I guess either for people to to say that who knows but yes you're not the first person to tell me that so it's it's interesting <laughs> So how many, how many, um, is it, is it like for your blog, right? How do you measure how many people visit? Do you have visits on the page? So the ad age, so Google, uh, it's called Google analytics. Like it's this code that you put on your website and it can track how many people come through and then that gets reported to the ad agency. So you can see however many people come through and it food definitely fluctuates so like Q4, which is like October, November, December, is the traffic is way higher because of all the holidays, right? Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, people are looking for food, you know? And then the beginning of the year depends. If you're a health food blog, January is great because everybody wants to go on a diet and lose weight. So all those blogs do really well. It'll kind of teeter down. And then summer, unless you have like a barbecue or like, that type of thing summer kind of dips and then it'll come back up again so you kind of see that COVID threw a total wrench and made it a little bit different though so it's kind of hard to compare but year over year you can you can kind of see the trends so what was your highest would you say traffic wise for the blog two hundred thousand in a month or something not not trust me there's way bigger sites out there no that sounds pretty big to me that is big yeah huge and and the other thing to think about too is like I I used to get down on myself because I used to see the other blogs but you also got to think the the population in Hawaii is small compared to Japan China where they have these or, or just basic regular American food you know so at first I was like man I'm not getting it to grow how I want it to but then I had to sit back and think you know that's not that's not the whole point you know and and if you're getting it to the people you really want I think the struggle I have though is who to cater how I speak to if that makes sense so like you have local born and raised who still live here 
you have the locals that move to the mainland and then you have people who know nothing about it and obviously you're not going to explain what poke is to a local versus to a mainlander the same way and I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody I am native Hawaiian I can carry a conversation in Hawaiian it's getting rusty but you know and so I, I definitely don't want to be disrespectful to the culture um, but sometimes Google doesn't understand what that is and if I want to get people in to even read it sometimes you have to explain things like that like we all know musubi isn't Hawaiian right but to explain sometimes you have to people don't people not from here don't understand that Hawaiian is not locational you know it's ethnic and so sometimes I have to I tread lightly saying this not have to but sometimes I I word things differently and then I have to explain myself like yes 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 I know butamochi is not Hawaiian but it's Hawaii and you know so it's mm-hmm. stuff like that and that it's such a battle for for my heart <laughs> and it's not all about the pocket and the money but so I think it just being able to explain it helps mm. All right, I'm going to list off some more of um, some of the tasty things that you made. There's mac nut crusted pork chops. Mac nut crust on almost anything. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) did a mahi-mahi tacos. That one looked super good. And I really liked your um, hamburger corn. Like you called it your comfort food and it looks so simple and easy. And like, and it's not common. It's like something that you kind of like made up, I guess. I, well, we grew up with that I don't and it's so funny because it's interesting to also see what people like tuna and egg patty I am Portuguese and my grandma always called it totish tuna totish and that's I don't even know if that's a real Portuguese word or not you know like especially with the pigeon and how things are and when I say that then I get oh no my grandma used to call it that we used to call it that too and I'm like but really that's so cool <laughs> And your um, four-ingredient furukake salmon, that's uh, so quick and easy. I love that. Um, gluten-free mochi waffles, like you just mentioned. My kids uh, love those. Of course, a lot of people had air fryers. So, you know, you did the air fryer teriyaki salmon. You did a couple. You did several air fryer things. I have a bunch of air fryer instant pot. I love the instant pot. Um, I was deathly afraid of pressure cookers, <laughs> like the old-fashioned ones instant pot came out my friend actually had one he's like oh you should try this I was like all right bought one and made all kinds of things in it so there's still some stuff I like beef stew I prefer it like in the crock pot or on the stove versus the instant pot but the instant pot makes like kalua pig in the instant pot a little bit of liquid smoke in it and it's so good or instant pot Kulolo. That was probably Ooh, my, really? my oh. favorite. Yeah. Because yeah, what could take that. you all day, you can make it in the instant pot. It's oh so my awesome. gosh. I love Kulolo. So all the yeah, so all the local favorites like chicken long rice, there's a lot of them that you can do that which normally you would have to slave over the stove. And I love the instant pot because you don't have to watch it like the old school pressure cookers. You kind of just push the button and go. And so many people are like, ah, I'm so scared. I was like, so was I. But trust me, it's it's not that bad. <laughs> 
Mm, and then and getting back to when you were talking about like you like to showcase local um i liked when you did the uh, sea asparagus yeah and, you know i mean i was like that's so cool because that's one of my faves and i feel like um you know we need to talk about and show that more because it's like you, you'd be surprised how that can add like some crunch and and saltiness yeah. to like your meals and your salads you had it brooke right sea asparagus mm -hmm. so good so delicious right mm -hmm. oh my gosh you did the yeah the kulolo you're talking about kalua pig nachos and my favorite hack one of my favorite hacks that you did was the wooden spoon on the boiling water <laughs> and how it doesn't let the my grandma used to do that all i the never time. knew that yeah, it's the surface tension from the water. So the wood is it helps break that surface tension. Now, if the water, it's the bubbles that it stops, right? But if the water is too high, you can put the spoon in. It's not going to work. It's right, right. It's the extra bubbles. So yeah, yeah. So it buys you time. So Brooke, basically, so the the water is boiling, right? And if you put like the wooden spoon across the pot, and then it just like kind of yeah it spreads out those it stops the bubbles. it yeah. stops the bubble it stops it from overflowing oh that's yeah. a good hack okay yeah, yeah. there's it's, so many like there's so many ideas and things that i want to do and there's just not enough hours in the day <laughs> i bet you I have, have a book right that you write down your ideas you must right on my on my phone i probably should write it on a piece of paper <laughs> <laughs> but you know when i started this everything was all by myself you know everything from conceiving the recipe most of the recipes were already done in the very beginning to writing it down because a lot of times too and like especially when I cook with my grandma oh this this much how much is this much grandma like this much I'm like what so being able to write it on paper and then just take a picture take a video um, a full-length video a short video put it on the blog write about it I did everything by myself and I was putting out three recipes a week in the beginning and I, I kind of burnt myself out. Not kind of, though. Uh, who am I kidding? I burnt, myself, I burnt myself out. So I scaled back to two and then I finally, and I felt like, you know, because the blog is, is my name, you know, it's not like it's a generic, like I keep saying Aloha Kitchen. <laughs> I feel like that would have been a great name, but Aloha Kitchen. Um, because it's my name, I wanted it to be for me I wanted it to be genuine you know I didn't want anybody else but then I came to terms with you know what somebody editing my videos doesn't change the message it's still me it's still my recipe so I finally ended up um, getting somebody to help me edit my videos and that's bought me a lot of time extra time with my family because that's probably the thing I the worst that I guess that's the best way to put it that's the thing that took me the longest to do and I wasn't the greatest at it so I was like well if I can have somebody do it for me and they do it better and quicker why not so I've I've do finally come to terms huh do they film it too um and actually he does Kama <laughs> Kama Kane he's a, a family friend we went to high school together he um he does come in film most people you know if i were to hire somebody else you know i i would set up all the cameras do the footage and send it off but because we know each other and stuff like that we we do it like that hang out come <laughs> um shoot i i bulk shoot it now and i usually on the weekends i'll shoot like four in a day and just bam 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 and then he takes it and edits it and he's been amazing it's so so easy to work with and so nice well, is that his first name or that's first and last name? Kama. Kama is his, Kama Nao is his first name. Kama Kane. 
His Instagram oh. handle is Kama Nacho. <laughs> no, because um, so my middle son is yeah. Kekam is Kekama Kane, and we call Aww. him Kama Kane. Ah, no so wonder I, I saw the hands. hands. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Kane is related to the Arkane family. He grew up, up country, yeah, he grew up up country on Maui. Maybe you guys are related. Hey. <laughs> There's two Kamakanes running around. Oh man! Wait till he hears this. He's gonna be like, he said my name on there. <laughs> and that's her better, son's name. Too. I better warn him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool though. Wow. Gosh, it's like you have your full-on production, Ralph. That's that's amazing. It's it's crazy what kind of doors it's open to things that I never thought. I I was on Cooking Hawaiian Style with Lanai, and that was oh my goodness, that experience was so crazy. It was like the morning of. I I had messaged them before, like, hey, if you need somebody, like, let me know. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were on Maui mm, last year. So last year, yeah, last year. And so I was like, oh, um, sorry, my son opened the door. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I see you guys are on Maui if you need anything. This was like the night. And then I didn't, I went to bed. And then early in the morning, I saw a message they had sent me. Oh, yeah, send us your number. We might have a spot. Sent them my number. They called me. I was like, oh, we need you here today. I was like, wait, today? Like, I'm not ready. And they're like, I was like, do you have another slide? Nope. Sorry. That's it. Like, and I was like, ah, ah, okay. Um, do you have a list of things? And they're like, oh no, just, just, you know, make whatever. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> so I was like scrambling that day and I ended up doing uh Lily Koi bars. That's probably one of my most popular things that I make anytime I go to like parties and stuff. Everybody's like, please, can you make that? And so I did that. And then I did, um, ahikatsu which thankfully those things I make all the time so it's fine and we just I felt like I was winging it and I felt like I looked super nervous on camera but everybody's like oh no that was so great I was like eh, maybe my acting skills are all right <laughs> it's probably the adrenaline rush too and the, oh my the fact that you had to like it was just like a straight adrenaline rush and you just yeah. like okay let's get but this it's done. so different because at home for the longest time it was just me and the camera I would have my husband take my kids outside because they're still I mean when I started you know they were my son's nine my daughter's six but you know this is three years so my daughter was little and you know so to get them to be quiet it's like oh go to the park for a little while so or I wait till they go to bed it was just me and the camera you know and then I finally got you know comma to come and record so even that the first couple I was super nervous so to have a whole production like sitting behind the camera there and I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> Oh, wow. oh but you're used to that like oh yeah but not time. cooking not cooking I, I mine would be all burnt <laughs> that's also takes some effort you know yeah. sometimes it's so you know I try to multitask and do things and I'm like ah and it's tricky because it's not like you know food it's not like I can cook it and then go do something help the kids with homework or do something else and come back some things you can but a lot of things I gotta pay attention because they have to also look pretty you know which (laughs) a little burnt and I'm like dang now I gotta redo this and take another picture of something else the hardest thing is like making something and like leaving it on the side and trying to make sure everybody else doesn't touch it until I'm finished (laughs) or like we go to restaurants and I'm like wait let me take a picture of that wait don't touch it and then they're just like but we're hungry already (laughs) but now they know like 
can we eat it can we touch it like did you get your picture <laughs> it's sorry, so funny how they, it's funny how they know the protocol it's like okay wait okay mom gotta do this okay yeah. okay mom yes. <laughs> okay yeah. Ralph. so before we go do you have a, an inspirational or a meaningful quote that you can share with oh, us cool. and, and and our um our list uh, um <laughs> an apple a day keeps no i'm just kidding no you gotta come see me no. <laughs> um where there is no trail make your own kind of you know you don't always have to especially in this social media world you know everybody really wants to be out there and and do things um and kind of follow the crowd. And I tell my kids that all the time too, you know, you don't be the leader, you know, be, be the one to be out there and, and teach people and inspire. You don't have to follow what everybody else does. And even for this, it's, it's a little bit different than what, what most people would do. So I think that's, that would be my, yeah. And, and get out there and cook. Yay! Just try. Yay. <laughs> I love it. Yes. yes. And as we mentioned throughout this podcast, you can follow her on Instagram. Uh, just look up Keeping It Real. And um, what, can you, what about the blog? Where can we find that? Yeah. So the blog is www.keepingitrel.com. Instagram handle is at keeping.it.rel. And all the other socials is just Keeping It Real. So YouTube slash keeping it real, Pinterest slash keeping it real, like everything else is that. And for the when listeners, I, it's R-E-L-L-E, R-E-L-L-E. Yeah, it's it's funny growing up, um, only my close family and friends would say that. So I still kind of catch people when they say that. Um, and I'm always like, Rel. Like <laughs> my, my full name is Sherelle. Most people don't know that. And so growing up, only my close family and friends would ever say Rel. So but I kind of, well, here I am spilling it out to say that my name is Cheryl, <laughs> but I kind of wanted to keep it separate. You know, the, the world, it, it, social, the social world can, can be a tricky place. And, you know, with, with young kids and, and I wanted to keep my job job separate from it. So I kind of, I kind of went with that. And that's how I kind of went with the name too, you know, play on keeping it real. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just roll with that. <laughs> And it's stuck and people say that all the time. So it's, it's cool. It's cool. I think that's cool. And I think protecting what you feel like you need to protect, especially with social media, right? Is that's, that's your kuleana and that's awesome that yeah. you're, yeah. and thank you for joining us. This is so inspiring. It makes me feel like I can do it too. And not you can, just like I promise, I promise. If I can, and- I, I keep telling people at first I was worried about it. Cause I was like, I'm not a chef. Why would people listen to me? And I also had a hard time sorry one one more thing I had a hard time with vulnerability you know I didn't I was always a perfectionist even as a kid so it's like I didn't want to show people the mistakes I didn't want to show people the struggle but when I sat back and I thought like you know people don't want to see perfect people don't want to look at all that stuff it's much more relatable so now I'm like hey I burnt my toes like really how do you burn (laughs) toes but I show it to just tell people like don't beat yourself up about it you know try and that's how you learn as much as I dislike failure it it helps you grow and so the vulnerability and being out there I had a really hard time like I wanted my kids to be a part of it, but to show them. So I still kind of keep that a little, they pop in here and there, but not something like all the time. And 
So, so yeah, give it a try. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, try again, you know, and you can still, nobody has to know it didn't work out. You can only post your nice one. That's fine. <laughs> we're, we're talking more about you're... cooking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think we're trying to cook. Yeah. yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like if you cook yeah. it and it doesn't turn out, nobody will ever know. Don't worry about it. So I, I think you're onto something though, Rel. Like for me too, just, I've been trying to like be conscious about with social media right what you're following and I think authenticity and being genuine and I love that you can like you know you do the culture part of it and give some history and then you also can turn it on and off like speak one way and then turn on the pigeon throw it in that's that's super cool right like to be able to do that and and walk that line and do all just keep doing what you're doing because I think you're definitely onto something and it's inspiring and you make other people feel like we can do it too so yes that's if anything that's my biggest point home like I'm not a chef and just a mom yes I like to cook but you know what if I can do it you can do it too and all of these are super simple I promise okay everybody follow along if you haven't already because she will definitely inspire you to get cooking and you'll fall in love with all of her recipes because they're so tasty and very kid-friendly too and you got to watch out for those hats we'll be watching and waiting for those new hacks as well and new recipes thanks so much again Ralph for joining us on Mothership and be cool everybody and stay safe in the kitchen if it burns that's okay Rel says (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys so much thank you take care thanks so much Rel aloha yes we gonna break up down